Book of Today's staff is Chavzayin 27. We pick up at the bottom of Chavav Um We're in the middle of a discussion about um, whether when you use the Kenyan Agav, where by selling land and taking possession of the land, you can also take possession of cattle, um, whether the cattle has to be on the land itself or not. The logic that has to be on is that that's what allows you to buy it with it. It's seen as all like a, 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 like a package. And the land is the ikar, is more basic than, you know, sort of the more weighty things and the cattle, so you own the land and, you, and it's, it represents the whole package. The idea that it can be even without, the, even off the land is le- less clear. Presumably it's also seen as a package even though it's not physically together. And that's the question whether it has to be on top or not. Um, if it is on top, you could ask why do you need Agav? Just be it with the Kenyan Chatzar because once you own the land then the, pro- then the, chat- then the, you know, the uh, objects are on your land, but not all land is Kona with the Kenyan Chatzar. For example, if it's not Nishtamere, if it's not guarded or protected, that wouldn't work. So this is the Kenyan Agav, and the question is, um, does it, do, do the Metatolin have to be on the land or not? But Inan Siburin Betocho or not? And the Gemara's brought a couple of, of, of proofs that you don't, but has managed to say that they're not absolute proofs. So we pick up at the bottom of Chafav Amadzbet, and the Gemara says like this. Um, okay. Um... Tashma, three lines from the bottom. Come in here. Ma'aseh Rebbe Gamliel was a kainim. A story with Rebbe Gamliel and the elders. Shayubayim b'sina that they were coming in a ship. Okay, we are chavava mitbet. Three li- now, two lines from the bottom. Okay, Amalei Rebbe Gamliel was a kainim. So Rebbe Gamliel said to the elders, Isur shani atid lamod the ma'aseh which I will eventually take, which I plan on taking of my grain that's in my you know uh, granary or wherever it is. Not to lo Yoshua is given now to Yoshua who was a but I also want to make sure that not only am I taking Maser, I'll unpack this in a minute, but that I actually am giving the Maser. <laughs> so what I'm going to do is, and Yoshua is a lady, or Yoshua, so I'm going to rent him the place. You know, he maybe had Yoshua give him a dollar or something, so Kenyan Kesef. Hard to imagine that they bothered to write out a star and you weren't going to do Chazaka. Okay, so he gave him a dollar, Kenyan Kesef, or whatever, or Zuz. Okay, I'm renting him the place, and therefore now the land that it's on is his, so this is an important principle that Kenyan Chatzar, excuse me, not Chatzar, because we're going to be talking about Agav here. So Kenyan Agav works not just by buying the land, but also by renting the land. Now that's a big Chiddush, right? It might have to do with how you conceive of renting. Do you conceive of renting as, a, as, a, as, a, as, a, as an ownership for a limited period of time? I mean, it's funny to think about it that way because obviously you can't do what you want with the property, right? Um, you know, so maybe it's like a Kenyan Peros Leguf Lizman is the way, actually in the Ramam one place he describes it. I own the property for its usage for a limited period of time. So, right, so how much is, an, is a rental right an ownership right? Okay, so this is, all, by the way, that Kiddush is completely absorbed within this larger discussion, but to me that's like a huge Kiddush that a Kenyan Agav, which is about taking possession of something, not a Kenyan Chatzar, which is being in my space. If it's in my rented space, it's in my space. Kenyan Chatzar works. Okay, rented space is enough control and mastery over that space. But we're talking about a Kenyan Agav, the taking possession in the context of schirus, of renting, is considered
considered enough to take possession, full possession of other property, of metaltolin. Okay? So that's the basic idea. He's renting him the space. Now, he does say its place. So that's why you could suggest we're talking about Chatzah. But let's bracket that for now. The Gemara understands we're talking about Agav. So you're renting a space, and you're renting, and, and in the taking of possession of the space, you are at uh, Ferento, he's also taking possession of the Maser. And this way, he was able to already give him the Maser ahead of time. Is it time to be to make this? Um, not necessarily. When, it all, when, when do we stop giving Maser? Okay, well, we don't. I mean, in Eretz Yisrael, we still do it. But we I, well, that's because Motsu Bechavela Faraya. Okay, about whether it's Suffolk and whatever. Okay, Mokomo Muskolo. The Easter Acher and another Maser, Shani Asi Lamo, that I will eventually take. Nosun Lola Kiva Ben Yosef is given to Rabbi Akiva. Today, um, that he should take possession of it on behalf of the poor because he was a uh, gabai for the aniim. So this was Master Ani. It was a Master Ani year. So he, uh, he should take possession of it and, and, therefore, and, and now distribute it to the poor. Okay? And their place is rented to him that they will allow him to take possession. So the Gemara says, it says, Mikomo, its place. And again, the Gemara presumes that we're not talking about a Kenyan Chatzar. Why it's not exactly clear. That could have been. I mean, presumably it was inside of a granary, which is Mishtamerit and so on. So I don't know why the Gemara is ignoring that possibility, but it assumes that it's a case of a Kenyan Agav, um, and a Kenyan Agav works only, it says, Mikomo, if it's on the property. So that seems to be good evidence opposite what we said yesterday, opposite all those other cases yesterday, where it spoke about a hundred sheep on a, you know, take possession of a Tefach by Tefach land, and, and then and, and, and through that take possession of a hundred sheep, a hundred barrels of wine. That made it sound very much that Agav does not have to be on the property. This makes it sound Mikomo, that Agav has to be on the property. So how are we going to, so Shmami Navi Inan Sibur you see that, that you nevertheless need the, need the proper, need the uh, objects on the property. So, no, Shani Asam Ki No, he didn't have to say Mikomo. He could have rented another place. But he said, it's place, so that, you know, it would all be together, so that basically they would have rights to the place that it was in, and they wouldn't have to go ahead if it wasn't in the place, if it wasn't in the, if they, if he had given them a piece of land, and then the Meister had been in the granary, and they didn't have rights to the space in the granary, then maybe they would have a feel of pressure to remove the grain from the granary, because it's not in a space. Now they're actually entitled to even keep it there, right? So the point is, technically it transfers ownership, and in addition to transferring ownership, he actually says, and you can keep it there as long as you need to, because I'm renting you the space as well, all right? But it doesn't prove that he technically needed to rent the space, okay? So that, so it seemed to be very much mikomo, but the Gemara got out of it. You had a question, Charlie? Yeah, so he gave it to Rabbi Akiva on behalf of the poor, so you can, you can fulfill your obligation, Meister Ani, not by giving it to a poor person, by giving it to a communal charity. To like a gabayaniyim, yeah, and we'll see something about that in a minute. Now, yeah. The Agav works, this is like Suda, right? Yes, no? no, it's Agav. What do you mean? Okay, so, so they don't have to give anything to him. Well, no, they had to give him, they had to be Kona the, the land by Sechira, so they, they probably had to give him like a Zuz. Oh, okay, so that's not mentioned here. Right, that's not mentioned. So that's but, not right, you needed the Kenyan, you needed the Kenyan on the Chotzer, right? That was the problem. All these cases, a guy who was giving his hundred 
sheep. Well, how did he transfer the land, transfer the hundred sheep? Now, I, I want to say two things about this. First, to understand the case. So, the question is, Rashi explains it, that he, he was a chaver, right, Ben Lamlio, and, uh, and he left his uh, grain without trimmings and mice, so the chaver isn't supposed to leave his grain, you know, not musar. People will assume that he took all the trimmings and mice, his family might eat from it. So that's why he felt this pressure to be mafish trumas and meisers. That's what Rashi says. Um, Tosus asks a couple of questions, very good questions about this. Number one is, you know, how did he get in this position in the first place? If it was without trumas and meisers taken, then um, you know, then uh, then his family, then uh, then the, the whole point was he shouldn't have left. How did he get all the way on the ship without taking trumas and meisers? Right, that, that wasn't supposed to have happened in the first place. You know what they say? It's the difference between a wise man and a smart man, which is a smart man will get out of situations that a wise man wouldn't have gotten into in the first place. So, um, <laughs> so anyway, so, 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 first of all, yeah, you're right, Chazaka that a Chavah doesn't leave his stuff without Jerusalem and So how did that happen? So A, doesn't buy that. Number two, Tosa says, is that, um, is that, he, it's not, he, he, he never said he was Mafi's Shumas and Maestros. He said, the Mafi that I will eventually take, and when you're Mafi's Shumas and Maestros, you have to say, I am declaring 10% to be Mafi. That never happened. And you even have to say where? In the north of the Cree, in the, you know, in the, in, in the north part of the granary, in the south part, in this corner, in that corner. So he didn't declare it and he didn't say where. It's not a taking of Trumas and Mises. Question number two. Question number three, if he took the Trumas and Mises, what's the pressure to give them to uh, the lazy or to give it to Rabbi Akiva? You took your Trumas and Mises. Why do you feel that, okay, fine, now you've taken it, end of story. What's the big pressure? So, I mean, you can give it to them later. So Tosa says that wasn't the case at all. The case was... Um, because you can't say he already took the Trumas and Mises because it said the Mises that I will eventually take. So Tosa says we have to assume that he told his family, hey guys, I'm leaving, I don't have a chance, I, I don't have a chance to take Trumas and Mises. This isn't Tevel. Don't take from it. Okay, so everybody knew it was Tevel. There was a big sign in front of the room, don't touch Tevel. Okay, so therefore there was not a concern of leaving it without Trumas and Mises and that's why he didn't have to take it right now. He said that I will eventually take. So what was the point therefore of renting the space? So Tosa says the point of renting the space and of giving it over was that it was a year of beer, right? Every third year you have to basically get rid of all your un- uh, of trimmings and mices that hasn't been distributed and distribute it. So therefore what this was doing was that this was satisfying his obligation to distribute them in a year of beer. Like if it was a normal year you could just wait. You know, you'll take it six months from now and you'll give it when you take it. But when the time of beer comes at the end of three years you've got to get it out of your house, out of your possession and get it to the right people. Now, it's still a little funny because, like, is he chayiv in beer and stuff that currently is still tevel? And if he is chayiv to get it out of his possession, but he didn't, he didn't actually get the stuff, you know, the stuff isn't master yet, retroactively, what it will be, retroactive master, so it still doesn't like 100% explain what's going on. The other question this also raises is, what about the truma? You know, why didn't he take the truma? And he gets to a whole discussion whether truma is chayiv in beer. So a lot of very interesting issues come up here but anyway Tosos more emphasizes that the key was getting it out of his possession not the taking of the Trumas and Meisters the final so that's just understanding the case the final thing I'll say is is going back to the point I made before which is that the Gemara says you know it had a weak answer like okay well yeah it's true he could have transferred it without the, that renting that space he could have rented a different space but this I don't know maybe it wasn't a weak answer this entitles them to leave it there as long as they want fine okay I take it back it wasn't a weak answer but nevertheless it seems that an easier answer would have been what I said before would have been that for Kenyan Agav 
and maybe that works when the stuff isn't on the property, you have to take full ownership of the land. Here, they didn't take full ownership. He only rented it. Rental is a great way to own something with a Kenyan chutzer, right? If I have a rent of the property, the same way I have a right to be in here to space and to use the space and to bring my junk into the space and so on, if something goes into this space, I can take possession of it because I'm in control of the space. It's a rental, okay? So that's like the most obvious answer. This wasn't a Kenyan agav. Adam only works by buying. This was rental, but it does work by chutzer, and that's why it had to be on the space. Very fascinating. The Gemara doesn't go there, and as I said, what then winds up, we wind up saying, which to me is a big chiddush, is that Kenyan agav works even by rental, right? And that's a big idea, because if agav is the taking of possession of the land, right, to say that rental, that suffices to not take possession of other property, you know, of other, of chattel, that's a big chiddush. Charlie, what did you want to say? Uh, yeah, so could this be uh, resolved by saying that this produce hadn't even been harvested yet and it wasn't even a point where it was subject to true Yeah, I, I mean, I guess it could, um, although, uh, no, it doesn't sound like, uh, no, because it has mikomo. Mikomo means that it's clearly already been harvested and in the granary. Like, you're not renting the space out in the field. It doesn't sound like that. Okay, and then it went to explain also why he would have to get distributed. Tashma, come in here, says the Kamara. The Amar there are two types of ways uh, you know you can put ca- stars that are, are associated with uh, selling property into two categories or whatever specifically in terms of when it, whether it whether it holds up the sale or not okay if somebody says the following take possession of this field he said I say to aid him I want to sell my yard to uh, Michael there so you know what do a chazak on his behalf okay um, or do a Kenyan suitor is probably what it means also. Zuchu, take possession of this for, for Michael. Maybe I'm giving it to him as a gift, so it's all in his benefit. He doesn't have to be around. The Kisulos are star. And not only that, write out the document, write out a bill of sale that he could have that as evidence that I sold it to him, okay? So I say to them, do both of those things, okay? So what happens? So they did, we did the Kunin Sudar, and then before, so now Michael owns the property. Before they get around to writing the star, I say, you know what? I changed my mind. I don't authorize you to write the star. So I'm entitled to do that. They can only write a star with my authorization, okay? But they cannot, but, but he already owns the property. Now, of course, Joseph asks, what legitimate reason would I have for telling them not to write the star? You know, what, right? I mean, what nefarious reason is obvious, right? If I wouldn't want to challenge it. But what legitimate reason would I, tell, would I have for them to not write, tell them not to write the star for he already owns the field? And what Joseph says is, is that, well, people only sell their fields or their, you know, property when they're very hard up for money. Like, you know, when they're really in, in a bad situation. So if people, so if I write the star, it publicizes the fact that I'm selling off my property, so it puts me in a weak, you know, financial relationship vis-a-vis other people, and other people take advantage of me, and so on. It's not good for my, for my, for my financial standing to, for that to be known, which is okay, you know, a reasonable thing. But it's interesting, right? Like, what legitimate reason do you have? Anyway, those are two separate things. Take the field, write the star. Once they did the Kenyan on the field, or the Kenyan Sudar, I can't back out on that, but I can back out on my authorization of the star. Okay? Once they did it already. Right, right. Because they assume that the Kenyan is immediate, and the star takes time. 
time. Okay? Um, that's number one. Now, if I say, take possession of the field for him with this Kenyan Sudar on the condition that, you know, that, that you eventually write the star, okay? Then, even if they did the Kenyan Sudar, I can reverse the whole sale by removing my authorization for the star. Because the whole thing is dependent on them eventually writing the star. Okay, all that's very interesting. What does that mean, okay. There are two categories of whether, two ways in which you can authorize people to write a star. In one of them, it'll make the sale, it'll hold up the sale, and in the other, it won't. Okay? Now, so that, so, so far, not relevant for us. Um, now, um, da, 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 da. okay. Um, now, Rafuna, now, Rafuna says, Rafuna, Shlosh Sharsin, there are three. Treha Darman, two which we said. Edach, the third one. In Kadamokhir, because of Lost Ashtar, let's say I pre wrote this bill of sale. Okay? Now, here it's called, I'm being called a Mocher. Not a, I'm not giving it as a Matana. Kozer Shishaninu. Kozer Shtar Lemocher, Afapi, Shin Lokech Imo. I can go over to Adim, if it's my field, and I can say, write out a bill of sale. I, Dove Linzer, sell my field to Michael for whatever, 10000 Okay? Write it out. And then once he gives me the money, I'll hand him the star. They can do that. You know who can't authorize them to do that? Michael. Okay? (laughs) But I can. And I get the star. And I'll give it to Michael once he gives me the money. Okay? So I did that. I pre-wrote the star. Even though the Lokeach wasn't with me, the Aiden were able to write the star for me. Now, I... Anyone else can do it. Not just me. Right? What? No one else. Right, right. No one else. Obviously, right. I mean, yes. Only the Mocher can do it. Now, now, I go to Michael, okay, and now we're ready to do the sale. As soon as Michael does a Chazaka on the Karka, let's say we did Chazaka, not Kesef, okay, then, Nikna Shtar, he automatically takes possession of the star wherever the star might be, okay? So if there is a pre-existing bill of sale had been already written, meaning the first two scenarios where you hadn't written the bill of sale, can you back out of the bill you can back out of the bill of sale will it hold up the sale or not depends on how you stipulate it the third scenario is you pre-wrote the bill of sale if you pre-wrote the bill of sale that gets taken he owns it automatically as soon as he takes possession of the field okay so that shows you we're assuming that that works as a type of Kenyan Agav and it says wherever the bill of sale might be okay so you see you don't need it piled in the land no Shani Star the Asura the Arahu. A star is different. This is a phrase that gets used in other contexts. A star is different because it's like a handle to the land. Like it's a part of the land. Meaning the bill of sale of the land that conceptually is, is Siburim Betocho. That conceptually is one package with the land. If I'm taking possession and I bought the land, then together with the land always is connected the bill of sale. Okay? Of that land. If it already exists. Okay? That's very different than chattel. Is that somewhere else has nothing to do with the land, right? That's why you need it to be Tziburin. But the bill of sale, you don't need to be Tziburin. It's like a, an extension of the land. All right? So that's, that's an, a nice conceptual point, okay? But it's not our case. Um, so the Gemara says, ah, look, Tani, but one minute. We have a bright that clarifies this statement of, um, of, what do you call it, of Rafuna. Now, I don't exactly get it because this is Rafuna who's in Amora and how we can have a bright on the statement of Rafuna. Uh, 
But anyway, but the Gemara says, on this we taught, though maybe this was what Rav Huna said, I just don't get the word Kitani, Zohi Shishaninu, um, this is what we taught, No, in that teaching that when you buy the land, take possession of the land, you take possession of the bill of sale, we said, this is an example of Kenyan Agav. So we explicitly say, this is not a special case. This operates like the classic mechanism of Kenyan Agav. So if that's what we're saying, you see you do not need them to be piled. That is a good proof. So actually, you know, all the cases we had yesterday about the hundred sheep with the tefak of land seem to be a stronger proof, but the Gemara explained a way to, that it wasn't exactly talking about that. Okay, but this, which, as the Gemara points out, the bill of sale seems to be a special case, because it's been explicated to be about an, a, a classic example of Kenyan Agav, we learn from this that Kenyan Agav does not require the object to be on the property. Okay? I still don't get, I don't know, maybe your English explains how we could have Avalok Tani if it was a statement of, um, of, of an Amora. Like, you know, I mean, it's just that the Amora, what did they, you know, the Amora said that that was an example of the Mishnah. So all it proves is that that's what that Amora held. Yeah, all it proves is that that's what that Amora held. I don't know how that totally resolves the issue. Yeah. Tonight we're talking about, we just didn't know this, and you know, and the kind of case that Rochis was talking about was already discussed by tonight. But it, it wasn't. These two statements are Shtei Shtarosein and Shol Shtarosein. Amar Rava Bar Yitzchak Amar Rav Shnei Shtarosein. Right? Yeah. You know, okay. and then it's summer of Huna Shloshishtar saying. Right. So those are Amorayim. So what does it mean, Alak Tani? On that case, the Mishnah said. Me, there was. Were they teaching these as brightas? Me, meaning, no, meaning like, you know, we, they, they were teaching it. It turns out that was actually a Mishnah that we now discovered. Right? Or a Brighta, whatever it was. If they came up with this, I'm like, oh no, we already had something like that. And, and Maybe. I don't know. Okay. Anyway. All right. Anyway, we resolved the issue. We had the nice conceptual point that a bill of sale is like an extension of the land. But in the end of the day, there's a principle of Tziburin that works even if the objects are not on the land. Um, they get taken possession with. So you, can, you can attach them conceptually to the land and purchase it as a bundle. And therefore, that's going to be the next question the Gemara asks, which is what else might be required to conceptually make, the, like, bundle them together with the land. Yes. No, I could, well, uh, no, Chazaka, Kesef, anytime I sell land, by taking possession of the land, I can indicate that you're also taking possession of chattel, wherever that chattel might be. If we and say you don't... Believe, in, in the, in the oh, it has to be articulated, but yes, yeah. uh, right, clearly, right? But, okay, but the Gemara is going to actually say, right, there was one reason that has to be articulated just to show that's my intention, but there's another question, which is the exact next question of the Gemara, which is, if you don't have the physical reality of them being on the land, to connect them to the land, do you need to, to have a certain type of a formal statement, you know, not just, well, that was, we were intending to do it, is there a, a formal statement that will connect them, that will sort of see seen as bundling them with the land. So let's take a look. That's the next question of the Gemara. Katani over here is referring to the third rule, this is the conclusion of the statement. So he's talking about himself. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I understand. So it was Rav Chiyabar Avin said, I'm, this is, I see this yeah, as an yeah. application of Agav. All right. Again, how that proves a broader question, at least proves what Rav Chiyabar Avin thought. Okay. Ibailahu, they raised the following question. Do you need the word Agav or not? You have to say, by the, you know, yeah. by the, this, the, the, these metalpolin, I am selling you this land and you should also take possession of the metalpolin Agav, you know, together with 
Agav literally means by the way it just occurs to me now as I am saying this Agav what does the word Gav mean? Back. on the back of I really wonder if that's the etymology and then it really is like almost a word that describes them as on the land I'm sort of vir- say they're virtually on the land they're riding on the back of the land okay take possession of the chest so even if you don't need them physically on do you need the word Agav to conceptually place them on now by the way the way I'm framing the question this is a question only if they're not Sibur and Betocho if they actually are physically on the land, presumably you wouldn't need a technical word. You just indicate that that's what you're doing. I'm selling you a furnished house. Fine. Whatever. Okay? But if you're, they're not on the land, you might need a technical word to bundle them. That's actually a machlokas rishonim. Whether this question of agav is only when they're not on the land or even when they are on the land. Okay? But do you need this word agav or not? Tosh makam in here. There's furniture in the house. I say I'm selling you that, the house. I don't, right. I don't assume that you're selling the furniture. Correct. Too. But you might not say with the furniture. You might need to say agav. Right? Agav is a word that literally bundles them together. Okay? So, uh, we'll see. The Gemara is going to contrast it to the word im. Tashma. Tiktani kohani. We had all the cases we said before. Right? I'm selling you like this plot of land. Yeah, I'm selling these hundred, you know, this little tefach al tefach. And the phrase that was used there, if you remember, was um, it says like this. It says, Tzvoni zelipploni imo meatzon. With it. Right? Tefach al tefach liploni imo meatzon. With it, which is not the same word as agav. You know, something goes with is as different than going on the back of, than going to, you know, somehow as it's a less of a bundling. So tashma, diktani gohani, vlogtani agav. So therefore, you see that you don't need the word agav. Sigmar says, but it also doesn't say the word kani. You know, it doesn't say take possession of it. It says, just says, this field is, uh, you know, is, is uh, what, was the, what was the word used there? It said, liploni. Okay, but for the person to actually take possession of something, you would have to say, he should take possession of it. You can't just say, it is to him, liploni. So we're obviously not spelling out the full technical language. So, ella adamar kni. Obviously, you would have to say, go take possession of it. You'd have to say the word Agav. So we're paraphrasing. That is not the technical terminology. But you actually do need the technical terminology that was not present there. And the Gemara says, You don't need them piled. But you do need the technical terminology of Agav and Kni. And as I said, the question is, in the Rishonim, is whether Agav is needed only when they're not piled on or even when they are piled on. Obviously, it makes an enormous amount of sense when they're not because the whole problem when they're not is how do you bundle them? And the answer is the way you bundle them is with this technical word of agav. Okay? So that's point number two. Now, by the way, how much is it exactly that word or can it be something similar? If you take a look at Rashi, um, so first, you know, Rashi says, um, Adam or Kni, okay? So if you see Rashi about ten lines before the lines get wide, the lines up to the word Amar Kni, maybe eight lines, Lomar, you have to say to somebody else, take possession of this tefach for so-and-so. So Rashi, in the example of saying the word kini, gave a statement which didn't have the word kini. 
which had the word zeche, take possession of. So presumably you don't need to say the word kni, right? You, you just can't say liploni. You have to say, because liploni was, didn't have a verb. This is for someone. You have, to, you have to authorize him with a verb. Take possession, liploni. Okay? Now, but the, the word doesn't have to be kni. The word could be zeche. The problem with the statement was it lacked the verb. It lacked the authorization. Okay, but agav, it is much more technical because the Gemara was contrasting the word agav to the word in. Okay, so if there's a difference. To say zechei means I have to authorize. You know, I need a verb there. But to say agav, that is a, the very specific technical word of agav, which is a way of bundling it, that in some sense the word emo does not do. Okay? All right, so now we move on. Ibailu, the next question. This goes back, David, to your point, which came up when we were dealing with the Sechiris case. Let's say I am doing a different way of transferring the two objects. If they have to be bundled, right, can you be possessing them in different ways? Or does it have to literally be one act, one unit? So can I basically um, sell you the field and give you a gift of the metalsalist? Okay? So the Gemara says, Tashma, come in here. Why wouldn't you be able to give me a gift from the metalsalist? Well, um, I mean, you could do it by just saying the sale price is going on everything, you know, but that's a cheap way of doing it. Let's say it was a table, okay? Could I say, Michael, I'm going to sell you half the table and give you a gift to the other half of the table and now take a, to do a Kenyan on the table, right? It's like, can you do that? If you conceive of it as one object, right, can you somehow split that half the object I'm selling you and half I'm giving you as a gift and one act is a possession of both? I think it's a question because if Agav lets us think of it as one object, right, to think of it as two objects but through doing a Kenyan on this, I'm also doing a Kenyan on the other thing, right, if you see it that way, then you could say, okay, then you could take possession in two different ways. I'm taking possession, I'm, t- I'm doing this and then it also affects opinion on something else okay then I could do different types but if I conceptualize it as one object right how can you actually break up you know what, how I'm possessing one object that seems to be the question let's see the answer okay Toshma so we said that works by Agav, renting the space, and rental is a type of a limited sale, okay, so that's in the category of Mecher, and at the same time you're giving him the Maser. So you see, that's the case of giving the Matatalin and renting slash selling the land, so you can't split it up. Okay, very good. Which basically, I would say, conceptually means that it's not one object, it's two objects, but you do one Kenyan, it works on the second thing. Okay? So now the Gemara says, um, now here's another question. Which again is the same type of question. That was your question, David, right? Can I say, you take possession of the field, and through that do a Kenyan on the Matatalin for someone else. Okay? Again, if you conceptualize it as one object, it obviously would not work. But even if you're conceptualizing it as two objects, and if I do it A, it applies to B, but if it's the same Kenyan, the same effect of the Kenyan, so if I am taking something into my possession, maybe it doesn't matter whether you, I had to pay for it or not, was it Mecher, Matana, either way I'm taking them all into my possession. How can I do one act of Kenyan that takes one thing into my possession and one thing into a set of things? That's fundamentally a very different type of an act. Okay? Well, 
so can't you be mizak as something to somebody else yes but maybe that's because I'm representing him here's an interesting question what Michael asks thank you for asking it Michael is an interesting question normally I can take possession of something here here's a you know he, you know, you gave me this gift of an iPhone I take possession of it for Michael that works how did that just work right now okay was I basically representing Michael so basically like I'm essentially like a shaliach you know shalom of or was I did I actually for a split second not really for a split second conceptually for a split second did I basically take possession of it myself and then it got transferred to Michael okay which is a little harder to understand what the mechanism of that is and that comes up in a whole sugi in the first paragraph of Baba Mutia. but if you said that it would more explain how something like this could work I took it all in and one thing that had like direct deposit or automatic transfer and after one of it came into mine it automatically transferred that would make it easy but if you think which is a more natural way to think that no I just represent you and I'm actually directly taking it into possession for you how can the same act that's taking possession for me also be a taking possession for somebody else that's the question will that work okay Tashma come in here so the Meister that I'm going to give for Meister Aniyim is given to Akiva for the sake of the Aniyim. Okay, Umikomo Muskerlo, and the place is rented to Akiva. So Rabbi Akiva took possession of the yard, and he took possession of the Meister on behalf of the Aniyim. Okay, through this Kenyan Agav. So you see that hand work. So the one says, No, no, no. My Musker Muskerlo Masa. No, no, no. Musker since is for massive purposes. What does that mean? It means, essentially, he's also taking possession of the yard for the Aniyim. Right? So if the whole thing is for the sake of the Aniyim, he's taking possession both of the yard, uh, both of the master and the yard. It's all being taken possession for the Aniyim, so it doesn't prove anything. The Ebi statement, if you want, I could say, Shani Rebbe Akiva, the Aniyim Have. It's like the opposite. It's that he's all taking possession for himself, but he represents the Aniyim. So it's like, you know, like, like, you know he's the God by Tzedakah. So when he takes possession for himself, it's, you know, it's two ways of saying it's all for the Indian. Either he's a complete third party, you know, I have nothing to do with Michael. You want me to take possession of it for Michael? I take possession of it for Michael. Fine. Or, no, fundamentally, I am Michael, I've been given Michael's power of attorney. So anything I'm taking possession of is already for him, you know? So it's two ways of basically saying the same answer that it was all being done for the Indian. Are they saying okay? he's been poor at this point? And like, it's sort of like been... No, that you don't have to say. Okay, anyway, so the Gemara does not have a clear answer of whether you could do an Agav for yourself and the metalpolin, you know, karka for yourself and the metalpolin for somebody else. And again, it's either a way of thinking about what is, how does zachin work? Does it work through me or directly for the other person? And also conceptualizing to what degree is agav, one object, one masakinian, how much you can sort of, how, you know, what the mechanism of agav is. A great conceptual question. Okay. Uh, now the Gemara says like this. I'm a rubber. Lo shanu. Ella shenasan dmei kulan, avolo nasu dmei kulan lo kana elikinegid ma'utav. When does the metaltolin get transferred? Only if you've paid for the metaltolin. But if you haven't already paid for the metaltolin, let's say I'm trying to buy a hundred barrels of wine and I've only paid for fifty and the rest I'm planning on paying for you know I can only buy buy Kona with a King Aga 50 barrels of wine now first thing you'll say is of course it makes sense you may say that the whole thing you don't get any until you pay for the whole thing alright but let's first start with why you don't get everything okay you might say well of course you only paid for 50 but no remember I can Kona Metatlin before paying for it right Metatlin your Kona with Mashiach okay so if I can be Kona and this is a Kenyan that works on Metatlin why all of a sudden should I have to pay money okay so partly I think what this shows is 
is grappling with the problem of why does Agav exactly work? Like you didn't do a Kenyan on the Metalpolin, and again, even more so if it's not on the property itself. But if I've already paid the money, right, conceptually, if you remember we said yesterday, according to one opinion, money is actually what works me Midaraisa. But even if it's not, doesn't work me Midaraisa, it's like the money's been paid, it's like... It's like the metabolism are like it's, like it's like they're just begging to be taken possession of. Like you know what I'm saying? The money's been paid. It just needs to be finalized. That final little act. Everything is good to go. You just need that final little act. So when it's prepped, as it were, you know, in that case, this can work. Even though you're, because think about the problematics here. Nothing you're doing other than your words directly relates to the metabolism. You didn't pay for them. You didn't physically take possession of them. Right? No, you, even in the Kenyan Sudar, it's directly about the metabolism. This is all about the car and you're just throwing the metaphorin in. So what Ravis is saying is, if there's any sort of obstacle there, anything that's un- not yet done about that, that, that prevents it from being all packaged together because it's really a very weak type of a Kenyan. Yeah. So you have to have paid for it and then you've already paid for it. This is enough to just finalize that transfer. Okay, so that's a, very, a, a bit a chiddish, but it's, uh, you understand what's bothering him. Okay, so it says like this. Um, Tiny kavasi to Rava. We talk like Rava. There's ways Kesef is stronger than Shar and Shar is stronger than Kesef. You can use Hekdesh to transfer Kedusha, uh, Kesef to transfer Kedusha to, from Hekdesh objects like a Korban or other, I mean if it has a Mum or things like you, you sanctified your car to the base of Mikdash or Meiser Shani. All those things can be transferred on money. Now the Shar, because the Shar is not Gufo Mamon. It doesn't have intrinsic value. The other and the star is stronger in certain ways. You can use a star for divorce. Kesef can't be used to do an act of divorce. Okay. The other Both of them are stronger than Chazak in a certain way. The and Chazak is stronger than them in a certain way. Kesef and star work by an Eved Ivri. As we pointed out, because Chazaka is the thing is the act that most defines the, the thing you're, you're you're taking possession of, like most. Makes it into an object, you know, totally under your control. So that doesn't work by inevitably, but Kesef and Shtar do. Now, Chazaka is stronger than Kesef and Shtar. If you sold him 10 fields in 10 different uh, countries, once you took possession of one, you took possession of all of them. Okay? Now, now, the funny thing here that I gotta just say and stop is, which is that is a big chiddush because, um, you know. You think you can do that on every one of them? No, but besides that, which is, why does that work better than Shtar and Kesef? Does Kenyan Agav only work with Chazaka? All along, I've been, it just occurs to me right now, I've been assuming that any way you purchase the field, whether Kesef or Shtar, you can do Agav. No, the mission says Nechasim she'ein lemachrayis Nignin lemachasim she'yesh lemachrayis Bekesef pishkar ubechazaka so what does this mean it just occurs to me what the heck does this mean that chazaka is stronger than Kesef and Shtar well I don't know maybe because if it was in the Shtar I don't know maybe, well let's take I don't know um hold on do your notes say anything about that? Hold on. 
Uh, let's read another line, but hold on. Okay, anyway, but the, what's relevant for us is the next line. So, and when is this true? Um, if you've already paid for them, then you do chazak on one field, you can get all of them. If you haven't paid yet for the other fields, then you can yeah, only... Which one? What? Which one? Well, I, that's a good question. I don't, yeah, I don't know the answer to that. And it also raises the question of, is even the field that you're directly Directly doing the chazaka on, you have to fully pay for it. That's a question I raised. Well, that would be actually a kin kesa if you're doing a kin chazaka. Yes, I don't know about that. If they're very discreet objects, right? Which and I have, I pay for half of them, but it's not like ten bo- ten bales of wine. It's ten different cars, right? Which are the cars that you actually is working for? I don't know the answer to that. Okay, but what we do see is that a kinyan agav only works by the other objects if they've already been paid for. Oh, the question of which one is a very good question. Now, of course, one might want to distinguish between an agav which is working by karka as opposed to an agav which is working by metatolin, right? But, you know, maybe metatolin is more secondary and more trivial to bundle together, okay? But nevertheless, the Gemara takes this as evidence that here you have a Kenyan agav, you took possession of one plot of land and other plots of land, and therefore you need to be paid. I do have to say, though, that, again, this whole thing is a chiddish, right? Just because you told me agav works by metalpoline does not tell me that agav works by land, right? I did not yet know this until this minute, right? That I mean, I did, but I'm saying whatever. Okay, until we read this, like what's that? Okay, somebody's phone. Anyway, it was not clear that just because you can have metalpoline go with land, you can have distant plots of land go with the same land. Okay, now in a star you could, and in Kesef you could, and maybe that's actually the point that occurs to me. Uh, maybe that's the point. If in the star I explicitly wrote, I'm selling you ten plots of land, then obviously it works, right? If, I, I, if I, I'm giving you a million dollars for the following three plots, then it's Kesef for all of them. Obviously it works, right? Chazaka is, that, is physically done to one, but working on others, okay? But that's a big chiddush. I knew that by Metavlin. I didn't know it by Karka. So let's see where the Gemara goes. Okay, so I'm just understanding why we're not saying that it's not viewed as a deposit at all. And you just have to finish paying the rest of it. So that here we're saying that Kidian Agav doesn't work if, there's an, if, if it hasn't been paid for already. Kind of why? Because I mean, it's a weak Kenyan, It's not being done directly to the object itself. And therefore, um, and therefore, if there's anything which is sort of not finished yet about that transaction, okay, it, it, it gets so in the way. Well, meaning we can obviously make whatever tonight we want between us. I'll view it as a um, That's an interesting question. I mean, if you said, if you sort of said, I'll view it as, as, as it's been paid and the rest is an outstanding loan, then yes. But if technically it's not yet been paid up, and I say, I know it's not been paid up yet, but I still want to transfer through Agav, the answer might be no. If objectively it hasn't been paid for, Agav is, a, is, is again, it's a weak Kenyan. You're not really relating to that other thing, and somehow it's working. Okay, so you have to have no, no obstacles. Let's read a little bit more. I just want to establish it. Okay? This supports Shmuel, Dama Shmuel, Machalo Eser Sados, Eser Medino, King Jack Zibachas, Mankanes Kulan. Right. Whoa. I like to sense. Before we get to Rav's idea about whether the things that are agav have to be paid for already or not, how about the first idea, the bigger chiddush here, which is that agav works on other fields, right? Is that even agav, right? That's different. Agav is like karka is ikar, metaltolin can be thrown in. Here it's different pieces of karka, right? That's itself a big chiddush. So that supports, first let's point that out, that that supports Shmuel's statements about that. Okay? I'll prove it to you that that works. And again, we have to prove this. We can't just say agav, because this is all things of equal weight, right? It's not karka and metaltolin. So how 
Well, how do we know that such a thing which should work? Let's say I have ten camels that are all connected like, you know, with one rope. You ever see those, like, walking those ropes to camels? And you went ahead and you took possession and I tried to sell you all ten camels wow. and you took possession of one of them. You did Mashiach on one. The other ones didn't move. Or Mesira. Okay? You don't own all of them. So here too, I give you one plot of land, you can own all of them. Of course, why is that not a good proof? One is connected to you. One is physically connected and if I wanted to, I could pull one and they would all follow. Or as Tosa says, I could grab even the rope and the rope is directly connecting me to all of them okay so Gemara says no no in one case the, 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 the knot the rope is in your hand they're all connected and you can take the one rope that is that, 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 that you know relates to all of them and here the piece plots of land are not connected so Ikadami others say he disagreed with Shmuel. It doesn't work. One plot for other plots. Why? Let's say that you have the ten camels with on one rope. Okay. And I said, I want you to take possession of the of the last camel. Okay. Me, Kani. So, so would you would you would you get the other ones? Obviously not. So here too, if you're only doing a Kenyan on one, obviously the others don't work. Of course, there's again a big difference. In the first case, you're specifying only one. Midami hasam gufi mukhulakim da'ara chatu. So, submerged says one minute. There, the camels are different physical objects. And if you do it on one object and you specify only for that object, so it's only for that object. Okay, here though, the Gemara says that even though physically the Gmaisa Kenyan was only done, meaning, was only done on one thing, but in the, all land is connected. Because it's a different continent. I was thinking about that, but I guess it goes under, under the ocean or something. What? I don't, there's not meant that. Okay, so the, 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 uh, is like, a sadness is like, what, what's that thing called, Rashi says, it's the thing that the, uh, blacksmith bangs on, the, uh, anvil? Anvil. Right, so the anvil, like the, you know, the flat of the land, like the, you know, the, the, you know, the expanse of land is all one. So therefore, it's all physically connected. So I can do a Kenyan on this, and through other plots of land, it's eventually connected to something other, else. Other lands owned by other people, that's all connected also. Right, so I'm not doing a Kenyan on those, I'm doing a Kenyan on the plots that you, you know, right, right, I mean, exactly. It's a funny, I, anyway, but that's it, that's a big Kiddush, right? You know, metabolism sort of works like Iker and Tosel. Land is primary, other things conceptually could be on land, so we could bundle them, even if it's my car in another state, it conceptually could be on the property, you know, and so we can see Iker and Tosel, all those ways of bundling. All, saying one plot of land for other plots of land is a much bigger Kiddush, and in the way we basically say it, because at some level, it is not separate objects, they are somehow all connected. So we've said a lot of big Chidushim here, okay? Big Chidush number one was that, um, that, uh, that Schirus works for Kenyan Agav, and that's considered to be taking possession of something, even, and that allows the other thing to be taken full possession of. Number two is, um, you don't need, you don't need Tziburin, but you need the word Agav to connect them. Question whether you need the word Agav even if they are Tziburin, okay? Chidush number three is, is that you can do different possessions on the different parts. You can do a Mecher for one and a Matana for the other, or maybe you you take possession of one and you take possession for somebody else for the other which shows that they're not being seen of as one object and it's interesting about
about the mechanism of one Kenyan operating in different ways for two different objects. And then finally, Rav's idea, which is like, this is getting out of hand, okay, how does this Agav thing really work? And if there's any sort of obstacle, like it hasn't been fully paid, then the Agav can't work. Of course, there are questions if it's partially paid, which of the objects does it work for? And then, saying the same idea that it has to be fully paid those other objects when they're different plots of land, but they're the bigger Kiddush was, was that that's not even Agav. That, that's a different idea. You take provision of one plot of land and other all, well, um, and no, you can no, indicate... Well, debate. Shmuel well, said it, and right, and it. first it was proven, then there, no, the bright approved it. Because the bright says, there was an objection, but the objection was responded to. Clearly, that's the Gemara's oh. position. Okay? Anyway, so so a lot of really big big chidushim here. I don't know what it means when it says that this works by Chazaka and not Kesef and Star, because the mission is clear that Aga works by Kesef and Star, but again, maybe what it just means is that Kesef and Star is more easily, uh, do, you know, sort of direct, can I directly apply to all the plots of land. Chazaka only applies to one plot, and is still able then to take effect on these other plots as well. I'm just trying to understand, because you know, we're in season, so I know this Aga and Suda is a little bit different. Yep. So how does it work with the Suda with the Hamid? In other words, the guy... You know, I pull whatever it is. You're, let's say, I'm pointing to the shelf for me. So I take your cigar. You get right. No, no, no. What you do with the rabbi, what you do with the rabbi is just appoint him a shaliach. And you. You know, whether Mino Shlichus needs Kenyan, it really doesn't, although Rambam says that people do a Kenyan anyway as a symbol of Gemar Das, but you're just making the rabbi a Shaliach. Their Kenyanim is not really relevant. Certainly any Kenyanim we're talking about is not relevant. Okay, the rabbi then is the one that he's now authorized by you, and he sells right. it to the non-Jew. Yeah, because he hasn't paid for it. I'm just thinking about... Make Who hasn't paid for the non-Jew? Right, any Kenyan... It doesn't matter. You don't need, you, you, that's when it's Agav. Right. He's, not doing it's a Kenyan, he's not doing Kenyan Agav. Right. right. Okay. All right. Now, now, now we get to a different point, which is now that we're done with Kinyanim, that the Karka can schlep the Metatalin along, we get to a reverse way in which Metatalin schlep Karka along. If you do a Shavua on Metatalin, the Allah is you don't do a Shavua on Karka, on land. Okay? Which is pretty funny, because, you know, if you think land, it tends to be things that are like very, very, can, you know, be major, you know, dollar items, and that's the thing that you really want to be able to prove whether, you know, you use the shvua to, if, if somebody you know is suspected of stealing or whatever to prove the veracity. Nevertheless, it's a formal halacha that you don't make a shvua by karka. But if I can get you to make a shvua by metalphalin, okay, then I can get you to make a shvua. I can throw other things in, and that's the principle of gilgul shvua. Gilgul is a word that sometimes is used for like metaphor, you know, sort of like a mystical reincarnation. But it means or it means like a, a rolling, like the soul after it departs rolls and finds its house in another soul. Okay, so this is you roll a rolling shrew like rolling admissions once I get you to take one shrew I can roll in and package in other things it's alright okay so let's take a look so Amar Ula what's the basis for this from the Torah back to Sota see you thought we were out of Sota so the woman says Amen Amen that she did not sleep with this other man and if so she'll be cursed etc so she takes an oath what's the double language Amen 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 
push for. So the first is it says Allah is the curse. You know your 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 you know your thighs will fall, etc. The shrua is she takes an oath that she hasn't done it. So she's accepting the oath and she's accepting the curse. Okay. Amin al shrua. Amin imi Not only that, you know whether it's, it, it implies it, it it also includes other things that are not the immediate basis of the suspicion because she was warned about a particular man and went in private with a particular man that allows the whole parsha of Sota but once he is making her take an oath about this man and doing this whole thing she can have to say amen to the shrua even if he wants to say and I also suspect you about this other guy okay amen that I did not do it when I was an arusa before we had you know after the kiddushin before the nisuin or whether I was an asua or if it is another case if the woman was the, the husband had died I didn't do it while I was waiting for your act of yibum or after we did after you did yibum okay the, Knusa Knusa is the Yibam is, is after Yibam was done okay so now the Gemara says higher Rusa Echidami now we're going to prove that it can really be because Me'ish Acher as Tosos points out is not a good enough proof Ish Acher is not, also not the same case yes but Ish Acher could be something that a Shavu is relevant for okay right if you have done the whole process of warning and Stira with an Ish Acher there would be a Shavu to make a Shavu on Karka is a big Chiddush because Karka categorically is excluded so what we're going to now demonstrate is that the Sota can make a Shavua on a case in which she is categorically excluded. Could never make a Shavua directly, but you can make a Shavua through Gilgo. But you would never be able to make it directly on this case. So let's take a look what that case is. What's the case that he suspects her that she also has to take a Shavua that she didn't commit adultery when she was an Arusa? If we're saying it would be a case of, let's say, you know, the Kinoi and Steer and the whole thing happened while she was in Arusa and the drinking the mission says Arusa that in Arusa and Shemer Siabam if they, if they were you know warned and they went into hiding and hiding and they went into private they cannot be forced to drink but also they can get divorced without a Ksuva because of the suspicion that was raised okay but why can they not be forced to drink my time it says that you have strayed from you know under your husband so meaning that while you were fully um, in your husband's house after Nisuin the Lekka so therefore you can never have it directly by an Arusa but wait maybe there's another case you could have it directly by an Arusa Ella how about the Kani Lakashi Arusa Kani means, means Kina not Kinyan okay he warned her when she was an Arusa already he was suspecting her then not a good way to go into marriage okay the Nistar Arusa and she went into private while she was an Arusa Okay, the Kamashki Lakashi Nisua. But now it's Tachasi Sheikh. He went through with the wedding anyway, and now he is making her drink. Maybe that's a case that you could do it directly because now it's Tachasi Sheikh. Okay. I don't know. Anyway, so, okay. Um, uh, anyway, it's funny though because the Pusk is the Akisatis. Tachasi Sheikh, right? That's the Pasuk, right? So that would seem like the suspicion had to happen after the Nisua, not just the drinking after the Nisua. Anyway, the Gemara says, Mi bat No, but if he basically had chuppah and sex with her after the suspicion, then how would it work? 
זה נקרא איש מעוון המחמנה, בזמן שאיש מנוקה מעוון. מים בודקינס אישתו, אין איש מנוקה מעוון, אין מים בודקינס אישתו. He also has to be clean of sin. And if she was already suspected when she was an Arusa, right, then he's not allowed to do Nisuin. He's not allowed to sleep with her. It's not Tachasish. So therefore he would not be able to be mashed to her. Now of course you could ask other questions. Well maybe he didn't have sex. Maybe he just did a chuppah. Okay, you know. Um, but anyway, but the Gemara feels like there's no way you can directly make a woman drink the soda water based having been if, if the suspicion came up when she was an Arusa that she actually had sex when she was an Arusa because then you would not have ever been in a position as an Asua to have, uh, to have made her drink and you can only make her drink as an Asua so therefore nevertheless even though there's no way you could directly make her drink of a suspicion that arose of going into private as an Arusa you can make her take the Shavua once she's taking the Shavua for the other case Okay, so Ella Ayude Gilgal, it's through Gilgal, and the reason that we went through that complicated discussion was to show that even a case that's categorically excluded, that you would never be able to do directly, you can do through a Gilgal Shvua, and therefore the same is true about Karka. Okay, and so let's just read one more line. So it says, Ashkan Sota di Sura. Fine, that's Sota. That's a case of Isser. Okay, Minal, Mamona Minal, and how do you know by money? Because normally we say we don't learn money from Isser, although you might say, I mean, Isser is more weighty, but nevertheless, maybe because it's more weighty, it's more entitled to Shavua. How do you know you can do it by money? So the Gemara says, no. It's a Kavachomer. By a Sota, if there was only one witness that she went into private, you could not make her make the Shavua by a Sota. The Sota is only when there are two witnesses she went into private. And nevertheless, even though the trigger of the Shavua requires is a much higher standard two witnesses you, um, you can make other shvuas through Gilgal okay Mamon Mamon if Michael says I, buy, I say Michael you bought $100 he says no I didn't if I have just one aid that's en- that he did that's enough to have him make a shvua so by, by Mamon one aid can trigger a shvua you got that but by Sota you need two so Mamon so if there's a lower threshold for shvuas by Mamon than by Sota so Sota needs two aidim for a shvua. Mamon only needs one. So if there's a lower threshold, and if you could do Gilgul by Sota, so Enodin Shemagalgalin. So you therefore you can also do Gilgul by a by Mamon. So we know Gilgul shvua by Sota, and we know that the trigger by shvua, the threshold by shvua is high. By, by Sota is higher, and therefore you can certainly do a Gilgul shvua by money, even on Tikarka, which is categorically excluded from a shvua. Okay, we'll continue with Gilgul shvua tomorrow.